tuned in to Mastering Mitzvahs. Mastering Mitzvahs. A podcast focused on creating the perfect bar and bat mitzvah celebration. Offering tips, tricks, and trends to ensure an amazing event. Mastering Mitzvahs. From New Jersey's own explosive entertainment. Explosive entertainment. I know you're going to dig this. And here they are. Your hosts, Jordan Marshall and Mike Langzer. All right, we're back. Mastering Mitzvahs, episode 26. We missed an episode last week because the DJ conference. I think uh, we talked about it in the last episode, if you're following along in order. Um, DJ conference happens annually in Atlantic City. Uh, Jordan Marshall and myself, Mike Langzer, took the show on the road, went to Atlantic City to teach uh, attendees about bar and bat mitzvahs. We got to interact with tons of industry professionals. We made some new friends, had plenty of good times. And uh, now we're back in the office, but Jordan is on the road. So I've got two beautiful guests with me, Jamie Perez and Bridget Gamble, two of Explosive's ladies, I guess we could say. So welcome, ladies. Thank you. Um, this is fun. This is the first time we're doing a uh, podcast with some of our staff. Um, we want our listeners to get to know you know, the inner workings of our team and uh, what makes Explosive a little different. So casual conversation, full disclosure, the ladies are a little nervous. There's no reason <laughs> to be. Um, so Jamie, I'm just going to start. I'm going to ask you, how long have you been with Explosive? So I've been with Explosive three and a half years. Um, Mike Schaefer, I'm sure you all know Mike Schaefer. He actually brought me on board. He's been a personal friend of mine since 2003. Mm-hmm. And he basically said, your personality is great. Come give it a shot. And I started out as a dancer. And my roles have increased since then. Yeah, and no doubt about that. <laughs> it's been a wild ride, but it's been a lot of fun. I remember Schaefer telling us, you know, I got this girl. She's so cool. She's outgoing. You're going to love her personality. And that was three years ago. I, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And in those three years, you've mastered the photo booth, dancing, of course. You're uh, learning the MC role. And yep. you've already MC'd a half dozen times or so, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and you're full-time in the office. Yes. Not and airbrush things. tattoos. Yeah. I can do the candid photography, learning to be a light tech. Not many things you don't do. No. On the DJ. <laughs> you don't want me programming your music just and, yet. And, and what did you do prior? Because for the listeners, it's so different than what you're doing now. Uh, before this, I was the store manager of a very popular uh, diamond store. Okay. So that was a lot of fun. So still in the wedding industry. I know this is a mitzvah podcast. Um, but the same kind of feeling was behind it um, in the sense of, you know, this is someone's special day. Obviously, back then it was weddings, you know, geared towards weddings. But, you know, it was really heartwarming for me to be a big part of someone's moment. Well, you're totally a people awesome. person, so I try. it makes sense. <laughs> and Bridget, how about yourself? How'd you get into this and, and when? Um, so I got into this business around four years ago. My very close brother's friend was a dancer here, and he knew I danced my whole life. So he brought me in and said, give it a shot, just like Jamie. I gave it a shot, and it worked out. Personality worked out. I, I knew I had a background of dancing, and um, yeah. So you and uh, Jamie have very different backgrounds, because you started as a dancer. Like, you grew up dancing, right? For sure, yeah. So classically trained, like, what was your dance So I grew up doing ballroom dancing for 15 years. I was privately trained by a professional teacher for a very long time, and then eventually got out of that and realized that maybe DJ dancing was for me, and okay. it worked out. <laughs> nice. And 
Jamie, you could just get thrown into it. You just had an outgoing personality. Thrown out there with the wolves. <laughs> no, I love no, to have a good time and make other people have a no good time. No formal dance training, though. Um, I took ballet class when I was six for a year, if that counts. Okay, there you go. And you <laughs> remember, no. you remember everything you learned then, right? Oh, yeah. You know, it, it's funny, um, you know, when our clients ask us, you know, what makes Explosive different and, you know, we, we talk about our talent and we talk about, you know, our dancers and one of the things that one of our trainers told us a long time ago, I love the quote, I hope I don't butcher it, was you don't have to be a great dancer, but you have to look great dancing. And that holds so true. You know, Bridget, you have a classically trained background and mm-hmm. Jamie, you don't, but you both are rock stars on parties and it's, it's your personalities that come out, you know? Um, I that, love it. It's a lot of fun. That's really cool. So fast forward in the next couple of years, where do you think each of you might be? I'll, I'll have Bridget answer this one first. Um, well, recently I've been moved up in my position, so I am hoping to eventually coordinate parties, um, you know, from beginning to end, work with the families, the venues and all that. But as of right now, you know, dancing and working in the office full time is definitely something I am interested in and I love. Yay. Awesome. So, so congrats. The listeners don't know this, but Bridget is now, now you know. <laughs> full-time in our office. Uh, she just started this week. And uh, y- you've been coming up through the ranks anyhow. You were shy when you started. Oh, my God, yes. I literally did not even want to talk in front of like anyone. And then <laughs> I opened up and I broke out of my shell, and it's definitely awesome. It, it's funny because kind of going back to what we were just saying, you started as a experienced dancer right. but not a motivator and and at first we were a little worried about you and you were doing photo booths because you needed like you weren't the most outgoing dancer right. um, and it, it took a little bit of time and now all of a sudden you're a whole new person um, so we're very happy to have you here in the office thank you uh, and I know while Jordan's out traveling he would be saying the same <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so you both have done besides dancing other roles at events Jamie you kind of rattled off a couple but Say it again, but slower, and maybe explain <laughs> what those roles are, because uh, the industry is listening, and, and they know what these things are, but clients who are potential clients, or maybe existing clients, you know, what is a candid photographer, or what is the airbrush thing? So, started out as a dancer, and the more I learned about exactly what it is that we do, because I had no idea that we were full event production. I thought we were a DJ with a turntable and some speakers, <laughs> some dancers, and some wires and that was it and the more i started working these events i realized oh my gosh the photo booth is ours all those games are ours the video walls are ours like everything in this room belongs to us and it was really really cool and go back was that intimidating like when you walked in like you were fresh you just started working here and you were like you're gonna get paid to dance and that you didn't know the rest a, a little at first because I, I guess i didn't realize how big this was i mean backtracking even more I actually went to a private school, preschool to eighth grade. So until I worked here, I had no idea what a bar or bat mitzvah was. And it was really cool to learn the culture and just learn what the celebration's about. Uh And how much really goes into it was a little overwhelming at first, but obviously I've I've been in it for a minute. So, (laughs) um, and it was was really cool. But intimidating at first, yeah, probably. Bridget, you you grew up going to bar or bat mitzvahs? Yeah. Definitely okay. grew up going to them. So you had a little more idea what to expect. Yes. Okay. I was completely clueless. I had been to Sweet Sixteens in high school. Right. But even back then, it wasn't the production that it is now. Right. You no, know what I mean? Even. Like, CO2 guns weren't out. Right. Video walls weren't out. Honestly, in the last five years, we've evolved so much. Yeah. And, you know, as one of the partners in the company, there's so many things I used to say 
I don't want to be involved in. It's a headache. It's not for us. Mm-hmm. And we've realized we need to be involved in these things if it's going to get done right. It's it's, and it, I mean even for me, it's really cool to see how much we've grown and how much I've personally grown. Um, so started out there. Then I decided to start learning photo booths, uh, mostly because I saw Bridget doing it. And I was like, oh, wait, we can do more roles. Like, that's really cool. Yes. So I started to learn photo booths. And at first, I was just an assistant at a you know at an event for the photo booth. And then I learned how to actually just do it on my own, bring the equipment, set it up, which, you know, is awesome as well. Um, and then from there, so then I learned... No, then I, then I started working in the office um, as a coordinator, being Jordan's assistant, um, that's one of my favorite parts too, is really getting to learn who the families are and becoming family with them. Yeah. You know, like I showed you a text yesterday I got from a client who was like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy you're going to be there. It wouldn't be the same without you there. You know, it's someone's big day and I rock in, or, you know, I go into the event and they're stoked to see me. You do, you become part of their family. Yeah, like this is your big day and you're excited to see right. me. Like I've even, I've received gifts. From families That's on so their cool. big day, I'm like, what is going on? It's like, so it's cool. it is. But you know, they really, really they appreciate cool. the hard work. And, yeah. And, you know, I should say I appreciate you doing hard work and doing the right thing for the families. Before you talk more about office, Bridget, since you started doing photo booths, just a little bit like, what's that experience like? You know, you, you got a million people at parties. They're drinking. You know, they're, <laughs> they're you know, you got kids. The, I've never worked a photo booth, so. Um, Fill us in a little bit. So photo booth, it, it depends, like you said, on the crowd. Some crowds are tend to drink more. Some crowds tend to drink less. Usually with the kids, it always ends up well, just a little messy. But um, <laughs> besides that, it's it's really awesome working with them because like you don't realize how important that photo booth person is because they may be in the corner of the party. But at the end of the night, when you realize, wow, like we have pictures of everything because of this one person, you know, it you like kind of understand how important your job actually is. Yeah, no doubt. And and for us to be personable too, you know, right. like if I was like, you know, a dud at the at the photo booth, for the most part it's going to show in the photos, but when we have fun with them, hey, put your hands up, blow a kiss, you know, whatever you want to do for the right. next pose, it really shows in the pictures that they're having fun. That right. that that's one of definitely the things that makes it explosive different than mm-hmm. our comp- comp- competition competitors, I can't speak. Um <laughs> Is, is that we do care. We put personalities and people's style and, you know, not just a dud sitting in the corner on their iPhone the whole time. Or worse yet, some companies deliver a photo booth, leave it and pick it up leave four it. hours later. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for the clients, know what you're getting. Um, sometimes a little bit of extra money goes a long extra way. And, you know, I, I, I hate saying it, but how many times we've lost maybe a photo booth or some other piece of the puzzle because of maybe 100 or $200, but that... 100 or $200 is a huge difference in the final outcome. And uh, I'll bring up a scenario that happened not too long ago. There was a shitty situation. That's what's curse here. But, you know, <laughs> J- J- Jamie, you worked a photo booth and somebody spilled a drink accidentally all over the scrapbook. Yep. It was the last probably 10 minutes of the event and she spilled her entire glass of wine all over the entire scrapbook. She was crying. I was running to get napkins. Here's why that I, was tough. <laughs> here's why I bring it up. Had there not been an attendant, it just would have totally been a disaster mm-hmm. that was unfixable. You would, there made the best out of the situation and reprinted whatever pictures you could. Mm-hmm. We got another scrapbook going. You know, unfortunately, you know, the client didn't get the exact scrapbook that they should have gotten. And we've since taken precautions to try to eliminate drinks. It's hard, though. People drunk at events put their drinks down and things happen. I mean, yeah. 
you've been doing photo booths both of you how, how many years now? You said four, four years? Four years, yeah. Uh, probably probably three. First time that yeah. it's happened in either of your experiences, yeah. right? Yeah, that's never happened. So, I, I mean, you I've were had almost... it spill on the prop table, but never on the scrapbook. Yeah, you were almost in tears telling me about <laughs> I it. Was, I was so upset. <laughs> but that's, that's how much you care. But the truth is, you know, if that happens one time out of four years... Right. Yeah, knock on wood. Hopefully a, never again. That's a good thing. Um, so you both start dabbling in airbrushing this year, too. Yes. Yes, we did. <laughs> that was fun. Project graduation. It was. It was very interesting. Getting locked in a high school with, what, 600 students? Yep. And, and we were even we the airbrush artists. And that was cool because that was a new role for both of us. We both learned it um, a couple weeks you know, prior to the event, decided to, you know, dabble in the role. And now, and, we're, now and we're pretty good I, at it. Yeah. And, and so so the listener knows it's not airbrushing of T-shirts and, and freehanding oh, no. sweatshirts. That's a whole <laughs> no. other art. We're we, not that good. We do offer that. But this is airbrush tattoos. Yes. Um, you get a stencil, we get some airbrush, we airbrush it over, and you got a little cute tattoo, temporary. And I think we need to be doing a lot more in mitzvahs. I think know? so, too. Yeah. So hint, hint to the listeners. It's something that goes over really, really well. They love it. It's pretty inexpensive. It could be done just for cocktail hour, or it could be done throughout the entire party. And the adults get into it, too. I mean, yeah. the adults are asking for, like, tribal bands. Yeah, and, they love know, it. And they, again, with us being, you know, fun attendance you know they have fun there as well right versus somebody who you know might be miserable like oh god another overnighter like yeah we loved it we, we had, had so, so much, much fun, fun with those kids yeah. it was awesome yeah you guys are totally like in the moment with yeah it. um so have either of you worked for another dj company you could be honest it's it's okay don't mention who but uh. i have not ever worked for another dj company me okay. either no. this was my my first experience and my only experience exactly okay I was curious to see what your experiences were outside of here, but happy then that you started with us and trained with us. Well, actually, Bridget, didn't you work a couple times? Like, we, we had you help out a friend in need or things something like that. Something like that, something along those lines. Did you yes. ever, Same. You could say no if you don't really remember, but did you ever feel like... Uh, in fact, there's a place that I know both of you have worked at, a venue in North Jersey um, that I, I shouldn't say, but... What were your experiences there versus experiences here? Like, you know, I'm just going to we, say we're a family and there's a whole lot of camaraderie and you each have come back to me with different stories from these they, experiences. They were all arguing with each other, whether it was behind the scenes Who's or they? literally the the other company. Yes. Okay. Whether and I he the MC even on the microphone was just yelling at his DJ. I was like, "Oh my goodness, like what is going on?" And uh they're just not as organized, we're, we're very organized, we're very detail-oriented. Like, when we print our forms, especially if you're my client, I've got 80,000 notes. Right. <laughs> so, it's it's interesting to see how other companies operate versus uh, what we do. really easy to pick out, like, different little things that, like, oh, we do that differently or mm -hmm. we do that better. Like, I remember going to um, a bar mitzvah of my, like, family friend and, like, just noticing the little things that mm -hmm. make us different than everyone else is awesome. It's... So hard for us to put this in words. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, for a guy that does sales, again, clients are always like, "What makes you different?" And I could envision it, right? And I could try to explain it, and, but it's it, it's that attention to detail. It's the uh, smoothness of a timeline, the the camaraderie of the team just clicking well. Like when when we show up at a party, we're family. Like mm -hmm. we're excited to. Yes. I hate to even say work because it's it's sometimes it's not. not like work. It's, yeah. We're excited to celebrate sure. together. Um, and, and everybody has a passion for it, too. It's not like, 
we're all like, oh, whatever, I you know, drop. like, yeah, everyone gets to the event, and they're like, you know, okay, guest of honor's name is, is you know, Owen. We all just love it. And, you know, yeah, and everyone already knows everybody's yeah. name, you know, meaning the, the family, and everybody truly, like, wants to make sure that the guest of honor and their family, you know, feels like rock stars. Yeah. So, Jamie, you've uh, been in the office a little longer, so it might be easier for you to answer, but... Um, what do you think makes us different than our competition? You know, we're kind of talking about it a little bit now, but... Again, just our, our true, you know, organization. We're very detail-oriented. Um, just the, you know, and, and our gear, too. Having spare gear in the truck. You know, I was at, an, at a mitzvah, and one of the speakers actually blew. And when I tell you I didn't even see that one of the techs ran to the truck and changed that speaker, it was like that. Yeah. Like, where another company might just be like, oh... And just leave it and, you know, have the sound system sounding terrible or whatever the case may be. Or not have backup. Um, things like that. Oh. And, yeah, our, our passion is really just... I was going to say our talent. Like, every person brings something else to the table. Mm-hmm. Like, we have a hip-hop dancer. We have, like, me and ballroom dancer. Like, everyone comes from somewhere different. And everyone just brings something different. And it's all together just amazing. I love it. Um, it, it, it is so cool. So, for the listeners, we're in a growing stage right now. Uh, several months ago, we announced that we uh, merged with A-Sharp, a uh, company out of Pennsylvania, and uh, there's another big announcement coming down the road any day Yay! now. Um, a <laughs> lot of wild, awesome things are happening, and it's because our formula is working, and yeah. you two are totally part of this. And we're uh, super, super creative. Yeah. You know, like, I think back to Izzy's uh, Cinco de Science, and this, this girl was oh. not dance-oriented. The music was very secondary to her. And she goes, my, my whole theme is science. So what did we do? We, we created a science station. It was four tables, and, and each one had a science experiment. And that was another role I did. I was a science teacher for yeah. the day. She and was. She I, made yeah, elephant's toothpaste with the kids. It was, they loved it. It was so much fun. So you know, I, this is off the cuff. This isn't a recorded, you know, written-down question. But that was one of your most unique events. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask both of you, do you have any favorite events, like standout events or standout moments? For sure. There's definitely, like, one party, like, that I always think about that was, like, that was a killer party. Like, he rocked it or we rocked it. I don't remember where it was or whose the name was, but I think you were on it with me. Elon, maybe? Oh, the the ski event. Yes. At the West, that was at a, the West Mount. That, West Mount? That was a great party. I was not there, but I was the coordinator. I had to be at another event. They had the video wall. Everything. Even, like, the decorations were crazy. I did see the recap video. It did seem awesome. It was. (laughs) But one of my favorites was not that ski party, because I wasn't there, but I did a ski party at Crystal Plaza in Livingston. Blake, that was It's weird that I remember everybody's (laughs) name. (laughs) Such an awesome party. The snow machine was going. We had the... uh, Ski themed photo station, you know, mm-hmm. that looks like you're sitting on a ski chair. Awesome. Um, the, the decoration was by our friends at uh, Debbie's Designs who crushed it. They had uh, literally it looked like a legit ski lift flying over the room. Uh, there was a waffle cabin as guests were leaving to get their <laughs> waffles. Like it, that party was so cool. Um, and there was a unique family uh, dynamic there that I don't want to get into, but um, it was even more reason to celebrate that it was a non traditional family and. It just totally rocked. I, uh, any other favorite parties? I'm sure this has been brought up before, but um, over at iPlay, we did Matt Mania. Yep. So I'm a huge dork. I love WWE, <laughs> and this was a WWE-themed event. The kids' lounge was actually a ring, 
the food was concession stand. Like, I actually felt like I was at WrestleMania, which I've been too many times. And we surprised uh, our bar mitzvah boy by letting me dress up like one of the wrestlers who I look a lot like. Her name is Sasha Banks. If you don't know who that is, look her up, look me up. You'll be like, wow, twins. So I wore the purple wig. I did her whole getup. I had my WWE belt. It was so much fun. And those kids raged. That that party was spoken about a couple times on this podcast. Super cool. Uh, shout out to Jessica Schwartz from iPlay, and she was our first guest, I think. I think she was in episode three of yeah, the super early Mastering Myths was podcast, so that was really cool. Any other ones stand out? It's hard to say. I mean, yeah, it's there's funny. so many. Yeah, cause, but I can also think of another one, and what's funny is that there were no bells and whistles. It was MC, DJ, a couple dancers, but... The fa- the yeah, the family was so awesome. Their crowd was amazing. Like, the energy and the love in the room was... Spectacular! It mm-hmm. was unlike anything I've ever seen before, and I don't even think they had a photo booth. Like it was so, just essentials. But yeah. it, I mean, and I think that's a, I'll I'll save that for later. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a couple like I want to say my last few this season. I, I've had I've enjoyed my summer kind of chilling, but mm. my last couple in May were phenomenal, and it was just fire. It was the right vibe, the right energy. Um, you know, I think we do notice a difference, too, towards the end of the season that the kids are a little bit more experienced mm-hmm. and they know yes. more what to expect. Might be a little more jaded. Yeah. Um, but jaded or excited. Yeah. You know, the kids can be a little bit tougher towards the end of the season or they could be more in tune with what to expect and what to do and how to uh, behave. And I, that's part of the difference of the boys' parties and the girls' parties. And, sure. you know, parents listening, that's, that's the truth. They... The boys need a little bit more conditioning at these parties, <laughs> yeah. and the girls often just want to rock out, so Dance, you know, that, that's yeah. part of what we do. Um, getting close to the end here. Just any tips or suggestions for families? You each have probably got well over 100 events under your belt. Um, scary. Probably to, this year alone, scary, actually. Scary to think about. <laughs> it is. Um, I remember, actually, when I first came here, when I left my nightclub job, where I was a bank manager, I was thinking that I had actually performed or managed over 500 bar mitzvahs at that point in my life, which was crazy. Yeah. And now it's probably three, four, or five times that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we've, we've all experienced a bunch of parties. I always like to ask for tips for families. So, uh, Jamie, take it. Um, this is what I stopped myself from saying before. I think it's really important as the host and as the guest of honor, be involved. You know, if, especially for, you know, young mitzvah kids, it's, if you're in the corner on your phone, not interested, your friends are going to gravitate to you and do whatever you're doing. But if your phone is away and you're out on the dance floor and you're raging, you're having a great time, you're in your photo booth, you're playing your games, your energy is going to be contagious. You know, same thing with the parents. You know, your friends are really going to do whatever you're doing. The more you're on the dance floor having fun, mm-hmm. your friends are going to do the same because the harder you rock, the harder they're going to rock. You know, that, and, that, that, I'm going to cut you for a second because that gives me a, a good tip to piggyback. One of the parties I did towards the end of the season, there was a guest that was just lost. He just couldn't find the venue, and he was on the phone nonstop with the dad of the guest of honor, trying to get directions. How do I park? How do I? It was was like in the rooftop of some building in Jersey City, and I remember thinking to myself, "Why is the dad the one giving directions?" So my my tip that I'm going to give piggybacking yours is, as a parent, yeah, you need to have your phone for emergency reasons, but assign one of your friends or one of your family members your phone and say, 
hey, just monitor my phone if there's any emergencies. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, because if you have an event planner, that's also another person who can help you out. Yeah, we we <laughs> that we literally had to delay the montage because the dad was in the kitchen giving directions to the guest, and, and the montage kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed, and it got to the point where it was like awkward when we actually showed it. Mm-hmm. So, um, any uh, not to steal your spotlight there, but any <laughs> no, other. Good. Closing thought on that? Um, I was going to kind of switch directions there and just be prepared. Um, the more prepared you are, you know, the better prepared you can make us, the better, you know, your overall event's going to go. Um, surprises are amazing. Leave the surprises for your guests. I've been to events where they're like, we have a, a performance. It's 20 minutes long. Awesome. We'll make it work. But it would have been better to know that ahead of time. Yeah, totally. Bridget, any tips? So kind of what Jamie just said, just keeping an open line of communication if you're going to change something, you know, a day before the party, definitely let us know, not when you get to the event, mm-hmm. because then it's, you know, it messes up timeline and all that stuff, and just keeping an open line of communication is very important with everyone included on planning your party. Okay. That's my advice. I dig it. I was going to say, a little bit of a touchy subject, if there's any type of special needs, I think it's very important to communicate that with us, just makes us aware, makes us know kind of how to handle different situations. It's, it's not a bad thing. We, let's, we, we let's did a whole podcast that. on that a couple yes. weeks ago. And it's because the, the conversation is more prevalent now and mm-hmm. the situation is more real now than it ever has been. Um, as two females in the room, we hardly ever interview females. So <laughs> any female perspective things that uh, clients should think about, you know, backup clothing or shoes or bobby pins or things that me Definitely. as a guy won't think of. Uh, the basket in the bathroom is huge, yes. not only for yourself, but for, you know, your guests. Again, bobby pins, maybe some spray deodorant, uh, a Tide stick. For some reason, there was always a stain on the dress or a stain on, you know, the mitzvah, mitzvah boy's shirt. Something like that is huge. And if you don't have a sock bin, definitely get a sock bin. Being, um, the, guest of on- being <laughs> the guest of honor, always have, like, backup undergarments. You never know what can go wrong. <laughs> Just saying. Always be smart and always bring an extra pair of shoes. If you're wearing heels, you know, bring a pair of sneakers. Maybe for the night so you can dance and have a great time with your friends. Just I've, like I've actually gaff taped women's <laughs> shoes together Believe when it. the heels snap off. So. Yep. That's how you know you're dancing hard. <laughs> be prepared, main thing. Yeah. Um, and it's better to be overprepared than to be underprepared. Yes. And most of these venues have a bridal suite that they yeah. give you mm-hmm. access to. So not that you have to move in and, you know, pack suitcase upon suitcase. But bring some move basic in. essentials and... I think we talked about it a couple episodes back also, but drink, celebrate, enjoy. Don't overdo it. Mm-hmm. Um, Very and, important. And eat, because we, we had a, a mom that missed half of her party from partying a little too hard. Oops. She didn't eat. She was so nervous. She wanted to look good in her dress. And a couple shots of vodka later, and she, she was, was upstairs. The whole party. Upstairs. Yeah, you were there. <laughs> yeah, she felt so bad, and like we felt bad too, but got to pace yourself for the night. <laughs> yes. Um any closing thoughts? I mean, it's been fun having you two here. It's been great here. Um, my first podcast. Yeah, great. same. My first podcast, too. <laughs> Nothing to be nervous about, right? No, no. not at all. So, um, cool. Well, we're uh, under the 30-minute timeline. We did well here. Uh, Mastering Mitzvahs, episode 26, I believe we are. We're available on iTunes, Spotify, tons of other uh, podcast channels. Uh, find us at xeevents.com if you have any questions. Jamie, Bridget, it's awesome having you here, not only on the podcast, but you're in the office regularly. (laughs) And uh, clients, if you have any questions, hit us up. Um, Who knows what we're going to talk about next week. I think it might be our big news. Uh, That's probably going to be our next podcast. Nice. So uh, tune in. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you soon. Peace. Bye.